0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, everybody? You got Aaron and Stanger here. And before we start today's episode, we want to talk to you about our amazing sponsor for the show today, Magic Spoon. Always a treat to talk about these guys. We
1: love it. We love to to sing their praises before the start of our show. So here we go.
0: Yeah, dudes, we're all trying to eat better. Uh, yep. No controversy there. That's not a controversial statement. We're all <laughs> trying to eat better. It can be a little boring. Healthy breakfast can be a little boring. It can be a little redundant. There's not much razzle dazzle. There's not much excitement around it. It's um it's it can become basic and then you can become a basic B, you know, doing yeah. that basic B standing for breakfast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, and honestly, I kind of thought cereal was out of my life forever when I started trying to eat healthy. And that's Why I truly do love Magic Spoon, because guess what?
0: We're back, baby. We are, guys, because Magic Spoon is offering cereal that has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving.
1: Yeah, you guys, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb.
0: Remember about 45 seconds ago when I was talking about how boring uh, a traditional healthy breakfast can be? Does everybody remember yeah. that? Well, let me tell you guys not boring with Magic Spoon. Lots of different flavors. You can build your own variety boxes. The available flavors to build with are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Uh, dudes, Mix and match those flavors, switch it up, uh put a little put a little uh triple in the bowl. Get a little um Ooh, why yes not cookies and cream, uh cocoa and uh and frosted. It's like you're kind of like tripling things up or something. Right? Yeah. I
1: don't know. That sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try that, honestly. That's like I haven't tried that recipe. Individual
0: bites, combine them on the same spoon. I like to have um I like to play a game with myself. And look, you don't have to only do this for breakfast. You can do it uh, after a workout. We talked about how much protein's in in these little suckers. Have it after a workout instead of a shake. Or you want to indulge in the middle of the night. You're streaming some content, watching those prestige Oscar movies. Treat yourself to a little magic spoon for a guilt-free midnight snack.
1: Okay, you guys, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to, crea- to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells, and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this
0: episode. Speaking of episode, let's start it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and Smile direct graduate.
0: This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and drive-time disc jockey.
1: And you have found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast.
0: Committed to bringing you inspiration.
1: Motivation.
0: And sometimes, sometimes information. Not always. Today, we'll get some. We'll get some.
1: Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Did you believe me that time, Stanger? (laughs)
0: <laughs> the, uh, about getting dumb.
1: Did you believe I wanted to say it that time? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't, yes, that time I did. I also. That
1: f- time? Okay, yes. Yeah,
0: I felt like you, you do want us to get dumb and I felt like you owned it and it felt good, but. Okay, thank you. If you don't love it, sw- I'm, we can switch it, whatever you want to say.
1: No, I'm going to make this work. <laughs> I'm okay. going to make it work. Okay, well, everybody, um, you have heard her cough already, um, and she's told us that, you know, there's not COVID is what we've been told, but this today, I can't believe how lucky we are. We have a amazing writer and podcast host of Forever 35, Kate Spencer. Hello. Hello.
2: Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I think this might be my third rodeo. It on is. On the Dembells Whoa. podcast.
1: Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, we do the thing when you hit five, it's like SNL. You get like a special show. Thank you. And a, like a blazer. Yeah. I get a jacket. Like yeah. Your Tom jacket.
2: Hanks is going to be on mm-hmm. the podcast Zoom.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's never even been interviewed, but he does yeah. show up for yeah, the Zoom. Just
2: comes for that part of things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sits there muted. Um, but he's been on a bunch. People don't know when he's been on, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He yeah. just sits there <laughs> muted. <laughs> I love tone. that idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you feel his presence. You're like, holy shit. I feel like the guy <laughs> from splash was silently listening in on that. Um, yeah
1: go back and listen to some of the old podcasts you might feel tom hanks's (laughs) presence
0: (laughs) that's how everybody knows him as the guy from splash i think so his finest role his probably his most iconic role (laughs) a little peek into how my brain works uh kate it's great it's great to have you here thank you so much for doing the show Um, so excited always so excited so uh now, Aaron and I tried a, a workout that you threw out there. Um, well, one of workouts, uh, one workout of many. And we can mm-hmm. get into that, I guess, in more detail a little bit later, but we can catch up with you first. But just so that people know um, what we're going to be talking about, because I'll probably title it uh, for this episode, Intent Sati. Um, and Aaron, do you know the one specifically that we did?
1: Um, it was, I can pull it up.
0: I can look it up. It is her uh, today. I declare workout, which is thirty minutes. This one is on YouTube. There's there's some that are on YouTube, and then you can also um, subscribe on her site. Um, did and, and did you do the affirmations?
2: Did all of it? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! I cannot believe yeah. this. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I even did a five minute mood booster. Also, because I was like, let's see what else this woman's cooking. Cause it well, was fun.
2: I can I be the bearer of really sad news? I, I yes. You know, you know what I'm gonna say, right? Yeah, yeah. but say it. But say yeah, it. Yeah, she recently passed away of cancer. Oh no. And, and that's why kind of intensity when we were talking about me coming back on the show was in my brain because it had played a really kind of like important role in my life for like six months in New York City many years ago. And um, Patricia Moreno, the <clears throat> founder of Intensati, just recently passed away. So, but, but I do think her mess, her like spirit lives on through these workouts.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I will just, I didn't realize she was the founder. She is mm-hmm. it. Yes. I love that. Okay, cool. So I like, I learned from the master herself. Yes. Yes. And she was wow. like the
2: real deal. Her classes were in literally intense Sauti. did
1: you <laughs> yeah. well we also just did a review of insanity <laughs> yeah. so oh, I've had a I' a really about that I've had a really hard time because like Jason was like what are you doing and I'm like in and he's like insanity and I'm like no I already did that it's in so hearing say or even say it I'm like oh that's how you say it like insigniachi Intense, intent, sati. intent, intent, sati. Yeah, she's intent. she's taking
0: intent like your intent because you're doing all these affirmations and declarations in there, okay. and then sati, which means to be present. Um, and so it's a mashup of those two, and then also makes it for intensity too, like a yes. fun play on that. Yeah, which it which it is. I feel like it delivers on all its promises.
1: It does. Yeah. So wait, so Kate, how did you find it in New York? So
2: she was offering a free month like a free workshop at equinox mm-hmm. and like and it was basically like i think then I I maybe got an Equinox membership for the month. If I signed up for this Intensati thing, I can't remember, but it was something where I identified that it was a good deal financially for me. Mm -hmm. I was probably 28. My mom had just died. So I was like really in that kind of like self-help looking for anything to kind of like, you know, cheer me up. And my, one of my best friends from high school and I did it together. So we did this month long Intensati workshop at Equinox, and then I kept going after because I enjoyed it so much. But it was like very, you know, it had all the like affirmative talking and all that stuff. Like we, in the workshop, we had to do it more intimately where we had to like hold hands with somebody and say it to them. Like it was a real, it was literally an intense workshop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm just going to go remove my dog because she's eating the book, the box that my books just came in. So let me just go uh, <laughs> beat my dog real quick. Hold on one second. Honey,
1: you can't. <laughs> That's going to stay in Kate. We do not edit this podcast. <laughs> also, Kate just got a puppy. Did you see that?
0: No, I didn't see the puppy yet. Can you? Yeah.
1: I definitely want to talk to her about this little puppy. Well, I'm sorry, this is gonna make we got to
0: talk about the puppy. Um, I guess we could have filled this part in a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I was
1: I've, well, I well, I tried and then I was like, "Oh, Stanger's just looking at it down," so I was like, "Maybe we'll just get this actually cut?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get it cut. I'm so sorry, guys. No, I, it's
0: prob we filled it. It's no problem.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we vamped like real true <laughs> oh, Okay, I appreciate God, it. God, we were silent. <laughs> um Okay, Okay. Keep telling us, but then I do want to circle back to your puppy. Okay.
2: Okay. Oh yes. We can definitely talk about her. Yeah. I just, I just started going to the class in, at Equinox and it was packed. It was like one of those like New York city cult workout mm-hmm. type things.
0: Great. Yeah. Where like,
2: you know, we'd all line up way before early to get into the front row and like being in the front row right with her was very important. And, it just like, there were a lot of people, you know, you start to recognize the regulars and I ran into a couple of friends there and like, the, you know, she would shout out like, this person just booked a role in the like Green Day musical on Broadway. And then we'd like all cheer. You know, it was just kind of-
0: <laughs> Holy shit.
2: It was real New York. It was real- Yeah, I love it. Feel good New York City. Yeah. And it was, and I I would go pretty regularly and I'm trying to remember, I must've kept my Equinox- membership which I couldn't afford so I'm trying to understand how I did that at the time but I would probably go to her classes two or three times a week for about a, a
0: year that's amazing I, I love that kind of stuff where you just find um like a like a tribe you know and you just fully commit to something and then go all in on it and that it really earmarks a time in your life too you know that you can go back to and put yourself in I even like um you know you've you've you build these neuro pathways to it and it's cool to do it with something really positive like exercise or, you know, Mm. or this class, this class, which is a combination of exercise and then uplifting yourself too.
2: Yeah. I mean, it feels ridiculous until you're doing it, especially with a group. Like anytime a group is committing to something, you just have to, you just go all in or you're more inclined to go all in. So to give people like, an overview of the workouts. They were essentially like a dance cardio kickboxing kind of class, <clears throat> but we would shout positive affirmations together. Right. And it became like a little, you know, like almost like a tiny poem, like, a, you yes. know, just yeah, a sentence. It yeah, it builds. And so you kind of, by the end, you have this sentence that you're reciting and, and it, it feels very empowering. And then there would be kind of a yoga, you know, kind of meditation stretching element, you know, breath work at the end. So it combined, you know, all the hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's it, speaking to what you're saying. It's um, she, I was reading this little thing about her and she combined. It's basically exactly what she said, but the, what I like, what it said is it's, it's high energy moves drawn from aerobics, martial arts, dance, yoga, and strength and conditioning that are all simple, all uh, t- tagged with specific spoken affirmations. Yeah. And so each, like the, as you build like your whole flow that you're going to do for that class, you, you tag each movement you do with a spoken affirmation that you call out loud. Like, um, you know, I, I will live my best life while you're kind of like jogging high knees in place. And so the cool thing is as the class goes on, you start to connect that. Like, what are we doing now? Oh, I will build my best life. You know, this is where we're going high knees. And then, and then weirdly enough, when I was done with it, I would think like, I feel like I can just like do this, touch the ground and jump up in the air and say, (laughs) remember the thing that I was supposed to say when I do that. It's like, yeah, I I did like, I had to do a Tony Robbins seminar one time. And he would do these. um, You had
2: to do it or you (laughs) wanted to do it? No, I had
0: to do. Well, I I did it for money because one of my, as a trainer, one of my clients was super into him. This was maybe like 15 years ago. And he paid me to go with him to take the class to make sure that he would show up and then kind of train him in between. Oh, my God. But I thought if I'm doing this and I'm being like my trip is being paid for or whatever, I might as well commit to it. But anyway, he would have these movements that you do to kind of change your state. You know? So if you're feeling like you're getting bad news seated on getting an email, you can stand up and like, stretch your arms up in the air and jump up and down. And like, that'll immediately change your mental state because you're changing your physical state. But I, I felt like some of that in that, in this class too, where I was like, Oh, you know, jumping up in the air and screaming that you're going to live your best life. It kind of (laughs) makes you want to do that. Yeah.
2: I, (laughs) it it truly is uplifting. I mean, that's why like, it sounds so ridiculous, but it felt, it was really energizing in that way
1: listen I, this it felt like church Ooh. like when everyone's singing a, a song you know and everyone is like kind of like it's a similar thing but just with music behind it and like that's my favorite part of church would be like the singing like you know you never do that unless you're at a concert and it's like a concert a week and it was it felt like that without the you know God All stuff, the other problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with yeah, but it felt like it had like similar, like just even like I am enough. I was like, oh yeah, I used to cry every time I mm. would sing that at church. And now here I am like, I'm enough. Working yeah. out in my, you know, it was, I, yeah, it it was, it was cool. And I thought I would truly hate it based on the first like maybe three minutes of her talking yeah. I was like I'm gonna hate this and I'm gonna do it but it's gonna be awful by the end I was like what's the next one I want to do another <laughs> one who else wants to do this with me if and and yeah so that was the, uh, yeah spoiler the, but I'm in the class
0: okay. that we took she said it's gonna be a short talk it was 10 minutes <laughs> 10 <laughs> Only yes, yes. she's like super short yeah. talk at the top but it was 10 but you can't help but kind of fall in love with her I mean she's just yeah. uh she's she's
2: she was a really charismatic yeah. instructor, which I think is like when, you, when you're when you selling something like this, like you have to, the, the person who's leading it has to be all in. Because if there's like any glimmer of hesitation or not being into it, like you're, you lose interest or you're not, or at least I find like I'm not going to be on board, but I remember her being so incredibly invested. Like it felt like she truly, lived this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. practiced it. And that was very inspiring.
0: Uh, did you ever take it in LA? Because she, she kind of finished out in LA and I, I feel like I remember seeing her around cause I go to Equinox and I feel like I remember seeing her around at the Equinox gyms.
2: I never took it in Los Angeles. I never, I honestly, I think I might've maybe when I first moved here and you know, 2011, I might've looked for classes, but to me, I'll be honest, to me, because I think I did take, you know, Intensati classes with some other teachers that had been trained, but she was like yeah, so good. You know, she just had that like magic. And mm-hmm. so I don't think I ever went back to it. But what I did find in Los Angeles was something called yoga booty ballet, which I also loved and also had an amazing teacher uh, oh. who has since moved to Colorado. But yeah, I mean, and that's a very similar like dance positive thinking experience. You, what? I smell a trend in my life as I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I was going
1: to say also like you, you do, I've done stuff with you. Yeah. I love to wave my hands in the air. I love it too. There is something like so fun about like the rhythmic element too. I liked that a lot about um, Insignati. I'm so You're embarrassed gonna get it. to say You're it. it. You're going to get it. It's um, Intensati.
2: It'll intensati.
1: Happen. Intensati. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's something about the rhythm. Even when I'm like running and I hate it. Um, I, if I find a song with a beat that matches my feet I can run for years. I just like uh, the rhythm. I, I am, I'm driven by the the rhythm.
0: (laughs) I'll see myself out. Wee.
2: That was a great Gloria Estefan song back in 1986, driven by the rhythm. I Uh, loved it. I, I agree. And I do, I do love doing step class. I think anything where there's simple movement, like I've even done Zumba and enjoyed that simple dance movement and music that just like gets your spirit going. I tell Mm you, I get into it. I love it. Yeah, I love
0: it. What kind of music do you guys like for your step classes? Do you like um, stuff familiar, stuff that you know, or does it is it the beat more important? Do you like pop hits?
2: I'm gonna. I mean, I can. I like music I know. I get really into it. But it, it also, I think, with step and Aaron, you can probably explain this better but it has to have like a certain tempo and a certain beat right like yeah yeah
1: so i think that has to it's so weird because i've been trying to make some step playlists for my own life and not just rely on the ones at the gym and it really is like now i'll be like when i hear a song i try to imagine doing like a simple step move to it because some songs that seem upbeat are really actually slow to do step two and suck the life out of you. Um, and then other ones that you're like pretty fine for a white guy. That doesn't feel like it would be a good beat, but it's like a perfect beat for doing step. So, uh, what was your big joke? (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, I was just laughing at you saying suck the life out of you. Um, Oh, Oh, thanks. What, so that you mentioned pretty fly for a white guy. Um, what is uh, what's, what song juices you up the most when you hear it? Or can you think of an example? Like for
2: step? Yeah. For step class. Oh, well, our teacher cricket, I think she has body by Megan the Stallion on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Body, and that yadda is yadda when I'm yadda like, yadda. yeah. And that is when I like, I'm real. <laughs> and it's fast. I think, it, it's, I think really it's a fast. fast one, but it's really fun. And that song just like, that's just such a great fucking song. It just like puts you in the mood to move, you know, so that, and it's short. So it's not, it's it's like
1: you can go that fast for a really short amount of time. There's one that's like tail feather, shake your tail feather by probably Nelly. I think it's Nelly. Um, (gasps) And it, and it's also fast, but it never ends. And It's so like I if because cricket makes us count do the count Uh, and so if it's on me at the end of that song I usually always yell something like this song never ends just so that everyone (laughs) like because you forget and then you're in it and you're like holy shit how many more of these loops do we have to do and it is uh, it it goes on forever a, a long song but I like tambourine by Eve I don't oh, think yeah. I know
2: that song. Okay, it's, I've probably heard it. It's kind it, but of I don't... a
1: sleeper. It's a sleeper, but it is such a good one to run and step to.
2: Oh, so. to run to. to
1: okay, run to. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just got a good beat. Got a good beat.
0: Yeah, I think on on running, I can do anything because I can even do slow songs if it if they're emotionally moving or something. You can you yeah. can run to a slow. Wow. Okay. But okay, step. like could- you
1: should try it though. It is kind of. It almost like I when I run, I like to listen to murder podcasts, Ugh. and and it was <laughs> like it's and I, I listen to them out loud. So I'm like, who wants to come at me, bro? Um, but listening to sad music is also kind of a flex on a run. It's like, what happened to this person? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: wow! I can't believe y'all can do that. I, yeah, it depends on the song. I mean, it's not always like I can't just do ba- all ballads and stuff. But if there's some kind of emotional element to it, I could. I don't really jog anymore, but I I see how first step. It would obviously would have to be you need to time yeah. it with the beat and yeah. the right kind of juice can can really uh, put a little, you know, motor behind your workout or a motor into your workout. However, you want to use that strangled analogy. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. Um, so, so Kate, what's going, what else is going on for you? Health and fitness wise. Are I think I remember you doing, are you Peloton? Do you still do some Peloton? I do still do, still do Peloton for the
2: last two and a quarter years. I've been working out at go tribe where I see Aaron. That's right. That's yes. a gym here in Los Angeles. And once a month I do a personal training session. And well, well, I feel like the last time I talked to you, I hadn't gone. I went on a very deep journey of, 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 body acceptance and kind of rewiring my brain when it came to my relationship with food and fitness has become a really big part of that in that for the first time in my life, I've been exercising not to like lose weight or look a certain way. I've really been exercising for my mental health and also just physical strength. I, I went into, when I went, when I started working out at GoTribe, I had like um, tendonitis in both my elbows I I was in major back pain. I was just really uncomfortable and I really did not want to like feed into another kind of disordered or just, you know, trigger all my disordered issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's been really satisfying because I've been exercising and it's been really joyful and I'm really getting stronger. And then I've had like crazy injuries, like I broke my hand. And so kind of learning to work through those things. It has been really rewarding.
0: Yeah. I think that's a real Testament to uh, a lifestyle change is if you have a major injury like that and it doesn't completely derail you.
2: Well, I, yes, because I, I (laughs) broke my hand and I I think I texted cricket our trainer and I was like, so how do I, I need to cancel my gym membership. Like I broke my hand. I don't know. I'm probably not going to be in for months. And she was like, okay, here's how you do it. Um, I'll adjust everything that you need to do. Why don't you like, just I'll see you tomorrow in class and kind of like didn't give me the opportunity (laughs) to to, to not come. And then, but then it was amazing what I could do. Mm. Um, and also it was very helpful because then I was doing physical therapy and they were like, yeah, you should, you should be using your hand. Like in my brain, my hand was just gonna like be wrapped like this for two months. And they were like, no, the way to heal is to actually use your hand. So, um, having her adjust all these, you know, movements so that I could do them while my hand was healing was really amazing. And, uh, understanding that like healing included movement was a thing I had had to learn. So It was, you know what? I learned a lot from my injury. It was, it was, it's been interesting. Uh,
0: How many months are you out of it now? I mean, are you still obviously doing physical therapy, but how, how, when did you get the cast off?
2: Well, I, so I broke my hand, uh, late October and then I had surgery two days later and or two or three days later. So it's been November, you know, it's early March now. So four months, but I'm going to have to go and get another surgery because, um, the scar tissue is so bad. I, I, I haven't regained mobility and physical therapy basically is we've kind of like reached the limit. Oh wow. So I have, I have plates and screws all in here and I really, I really
0: screwed it up. Can you say how you injured it? Do you say? Of course. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was, um, I'm in a really lovely mom's group and we go on a yearly retreat to the mountains for a weekend. And, um, this was our first one after, you know, COVID, and we were playing tug of war because there's a field games section of our mom retreat. And I am an, I'm a very competitive person who's not athletic. So it like, that's a real mind fuck, you know, like I want to win really badly, but I don't know how with my body. So I wrapped the rope around my hand and when Oh, you know, there were eight women on one side and I was at the end of my side because oh I was, I'm a tall person. So when the people started pulling, it just, um, you know, just uh, oh squashed God. the bones in my hand. And it was also a very small rope. I don't think it was the right, it wasn't like regulation size.
0: It so wasn't the right thickness to, yes, um, yeah. it, The
2: girth was tiny. So <laughs> i I was able to wrap it around. Yeah. Sorry. That was gross. So, yeah, it sh- it Don't fully wait. shattered my bones. It was oh, it was and you are not supposed to wrap a rope around an appendage, which I had never known. You can actually lose, you can dismember uh, like uh, appendages, like God. so I didn't know this. And when I told my husband, he was like Oh, yeah, you don't ever wrap a rope around yourself. And I was like, well,
1: I would have live done the same thing. I would have probably wrapped it around my body, but they probably would have said that's illegal. So I would have been <laughs> like, fine, I'll do <laughs> I'll this. Just do instead.'" my hand.
2: Well, and the episode of um, why am I blanking on the name of the show? Squid Games. Squid oh, Game? Yes. That Squid- had just aired. Spoiler alert, there's a tug of war moment. And so I think I was also like amped up on that.
1: Yes. Yeah. You were and, ready. You didn't want to die. You no, were ready to live.
2: I was ready. But then of course it was like really bad timing because every person, when I told them how I broke my hand, made a <laughs> squid, squid game. game. Like yeah. it was so many squid game comments. Yeah. A
1: lot of conversations.
2: Oh, about that. A lot of squid game. But anyway, that's, oh. so that's how it happened. Real God. silly reason.
0: Yeah, it usually is. I mean, that's always the way it goes. It's it's always like a pool, you know, something. Yeah. But, But I mean, man, that's intense. And it's good for you and for your friends that they didn't pull your hand off. That hey, yes. Yeah, that's yes. tough to recover from for everybody on that on that, that trip. Been, it was <laughs> yeah, already a different story. Yeah, yeah that would have been. Yeah, it
2: was already weird. Yeah. That would have really brought oh the god. darkness.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: Holy shit! That tough. would be the scary. Talk about a Squid Game conversations. Yeah, it that would, would never, be gnarly. That would be oh rough. Oh my gosh! It,
0: it's horrible to get injured in the comfort of your own home, let alone on a trip slash away game. Like that's, uh, that's rough. I was, yeah,
2: I was at a, we were like near Lake Arrowhead. So I was, you know, I had someone drive me back to Los Angeles and I went to the ER and I've never bro- really broken a bone, so I and I'm always the kind of person who loves like to exaggerate when my ankle is sprained. Like that was that's what I'm known for in my family. So I was certain <laughs>
1: that's what you're known for. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm a big like baby, and so I I was certain this was just another thing where it was gonna in my brain I was like my bone's broken, but in reality it would just be like you just twisted your hand, and then you in the X-ray it's like my bones are completely disconnected and like oh just, man. <laughs> like moved. I mean, it was wild. The x-ray is, is pretty crazy. So I really did it. God, I did it 42 wow. and proud.
1: Um, I n- haven't broken a bone either. And I fear it's, it's, I fear it.
2: Yeah. Well, and they don't, he doesn't quite heal, uh, in the same way as if you're like, you know, a seven year old, um, right. You know, it's, we have, we have old bones.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the doctors call me. Yeah,
0: the they old, call you Old Bones.
1: Miss Old Bones, come <laughs> on in. Well,
0: and even if even if it's healing quick, you know, because I've broken some stuff too. I broke my hand when I was in college in oh. a couple of spots, and they were like. Yeah, you're good. I mean, this is it's as good as it's going to get. And I was like, <sighs> oh what? And they're like, yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you can, because I had like enough kind of range of motion and I could do all the stuff they needed, but it, it's still not ever right, you know, and it still kind of yeah. crunches around a little bit. And they're like, that's, you know, it's about as good as we can do that's, here. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: troubling. troubling. It is troubling. Bodies are crazy.
0: What's up everybody? You got Aaron and Stanger here interrupting the episode really quick to talk to you about a very special sponsor we have for today's show called Better Help. Now, look, we're talking about a healthy body, we're talking about a healthy diet, healthy lifestyle. Don't stop there. Take it to your mind. Go all the way up top with it. Inside your brain, all the way down to your toes. We want you guys to be healthy and we want you to we want you to be optimized in every way that you can be. And that might be, uh, that might be, why you need to get a licensed professional therapist.
1: Yeah, I had uh, therapy
0: today, and I'm
1: feeling light on my toes. And I didn't go through BetterHelp, but I do wish I would have had something like BetterHelp when I was looking to find a therapist in the beginning. Because
0: whoo, doggy, that is a journey. Absolutely, guys. It's not easy to find a great therapist. BetterHelp is committed to finding the right match for you. Um, they assess your needs and and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. You get to meet with them in the comfort of your own home online using the World Wide Web. You never have to leave your office, your bedroom, your living room. You can designate a therapy room in your house, maybe decorate it with calming, soothing things. or I don't nice, know. Maybe you,
1: Nice quotes. Uh, nice
0: quotes. Yeah. Inspirational quotes.
1: Yes. Yes. Like an ocean tide rolling in something like that.
0: Those are good. Or you might want to go real stressful stuff in there just so that you can. Um, you <laughs> so know, you could remember all your problems. <laughs> yeah. And let this therapist know what they're up against. You know, like this is <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at traffic collisions and smog and, uh, you know, <laughs> w- world issues. This is what <laughs> this is what you need to help me with. Hey, whatever you want, you can do it because it's from your own home. You don't have to drive anywhere. No uncomfortable waiting rooms. Also BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline therapy, which is very nice. And yes. they're so committed to finding the right match for you that they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Can be awkward firing a therapist. Yes, yeah, it's like a like a breakup without uh I guess the
1: any kissing. <laughs> I guess give it it a try. (laughs) Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used the BetterHelp online therapy. Like, I mean, get
0: on or get off. And this time to get on. Right on. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the Dumbbells listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. Dudes, we also want to tell you about another great sponsor we have for the show called Athletic Greens. Uh, Aaron, it's easy for for us. It's easy for me to talk about Athletic Greens. It's a it's a product I literally use every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because uh, you know, frankly, I saw a lot of other healthy people doing it, and uh, I wanted to see what the hype was. Um, I'm always trying to sneak more healthy greens and veggies into my diet. Uh, sometimes I can't always eat a barrel full of greens, <laughs> and so it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's nice taking the AG1, mixing it up with a little bit of water, and boom, shakalaka! I'm getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens right in my system in I don't know 25 seconds flat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just got through learning, you know, getting my nutrition certificate and learning about all of the different vitamins, minerals, everything you need to consume in your body. And wow, it is overwhelming. And it is nice to have a simple, uh, simple and nutritious, like one and done, get everything I need, not for the day, but it gives me a pretty good head start on the day.
0: I think from a supplement standpoint, I mean, that's that's the issue is you keep adding more and more stuff into your supplement cabinet, and then it becomes overwhelming, and you're like, yeah. what, what am I getting? How are these being sourced? Is it doing anything for me? Uh, Athletic Greens is out in New Zealand, so you know they're doing things right over there. They got it figured out over there. They really and, do. um do. I like the taste of athletic greens. Uh, mm-hmm. I think people might be a little curious as to how it might taste because it's, you know, it's these concentrated powdered greens. What What's going to taste like? It actually tastes good. It's got a mild sweetness to it, but it's not, you know, it's not sweetened with sugar or anything artificial. And so you're not getting any of that, you know, that scary kind of cloying sweetness. You get a nice mild sweetness um, that it actually tastes healthy in a good way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it really does. Um, it's basically the founder, uh, was realizing he was having a lot of gut health issues and was trying to like figure out spending tons of money to, to fix that. And this alone, like you get rid of all of the extra containers in your cabinets. You're spending way less on all, like on every single supplement by itself. And now we have this beautiful like container. It's like even like pretty packaging. Everything about it is like (laughs) it's made to it's made to kind of sit out on your counter. It's cute.
0: It is. You really feel like you're doing something good for yourself. And yeah, this guy was spending, you know, a hundred bucks a day trying to address that digestion. And, you know, you do an athletic greens. It's costing you less than three dollars a day. That's uh, that's significantly cheaper than your cold brew I habit. I know,
1: I know. You always bring that up,
0: <laughs> but it's true. It is true. Erin's out there hemorrhaging cash on all this <laughs> coffee. Meanwhile, she could get some Athletic Greens.
1: <laughs> no, now I do both. Now I'm, what does that do to me now, Sanger? Now I'm just hemorrhaging double.
0: Now, yeah, but you're now I'm healthy. Yeah, you're healthy. Yeah, you're saving money and you're healthy. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So I'm curious. You mentioned the about the last time we spoke that you had done a lot of work in kind of examining, oh, yeah. yeah, food and and um, and then your relationship to exercise and why you're training. How did you arrive there, and and what are some insights that you might might have gained along the way? Oh
2: man, I've done a lot of work on this. So honestly, there was a, a moment for me, like a kind of a breaking point, where I went to like a holiday gathering. It was, and it was a bun- bunch of people that I was in like a different fitness thing with, and I had made this focaccia bread for the first time in my life, and I'm not a very good cook. I, I don't, I don't enjoy cooking, but I had had this like spiritual experience making this focaccia bread, and it had come out delicious, and I was so proud of it, and I brought it to this party, and people, <laughs> like, the re- general response was like either I don't eat bread, I'm not going to touch that, or like, oh, why did you bring bread? And I, <laughs> oh. and. I was just like, I can't live like this. Like it, it brought me down so deeply. And you know, this is also kind of me remembering, you know, the food my grandparents made, especially, you know, my Italian grandparents and mm-hmm. and just connecting to the feeling that like food is joyful and it's comfort and it's memories and family and it, all these things. And, and it was, had just been in my brain, so black and white is either like good or bad. And so that moment really stuck with me and then I got to a point where I was so kind of like paralyzed over food choices. I couldn't like I would look at rice and I I like I don't know if I'm allowed to eat you. Like is dairy bad or is dairy good? I don't know. I've absorbed so many messages about food and they're all contradictory. So I kind of like shut down a little bit. And I talked to my therapist a lot about it and I started seeing a nutritionist and working on the intuitive eating Workbook. So the people who wrote the book on intuitive eating also have kind of like a workbook that you can work through. This is very long. Is this okay that I'm just hammering no, away? Right. Totally. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. So I, so I started will, doing that. We
1: will cut it. And it we will. But, <laughs> yeah.
2: but other than that, it's so, it's yeah. so great. Cut all this out. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just have to like, shorten the episode. I'll understand. Just yeah. like so we in have a tight
0: so short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To just down to words like I ate better, you know, like it was
1: <laughs> <laughs> nutrition. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. So yeah. So I just started. I just started really reevaluating and really kind of. I just. I got to a point where it's like I can't live like this anymore. Where I'm just consumed with like self-loathing, obsession with my body, feeling terrible about it, it unable to make choices on what to eat because. I just was like an overload with information and so much of it is like fad information, you know, like none of it is actually based in anything, especially when it came to my own body. Like I don't have celiac. I don't, I'm not lactose intolerant anyway. So I also didn't weigh myself for a year, which was really interesting. Um, because I was, I thought that would help me not worry about my weight, but actually it made me obsessed. I would wonder all day long how much I weighed. <laughs> and after that year, I made it a full year. And then I started weighing myself and the num- it lost all meaning. Like I don't, I have no attachment to it anymore. um, and so after that year, but then during that year, while well, I was like not weighing myself and thinking about all this stuff, is when like my body just—I was still doing exercise. That I was doing this um, class called Lek Fit, where you like jump on trampolines. A lot of celebrities do it.
1: Oh, I, I you know, I do want to try it? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's a lot of fun. It's ve- like she has like heaters blasting and humidifiers going. Like it's very Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actory okay. trendiness. You lost me. acture yeah.
1: humidifier. Okay, I'm it's out. Yeah, so yeah.
2: hot. Yeah, and I, I think I gave myself tendinitis doing a lot of kind of repetitive low weight movements, and I just kind of realized I was like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not getting any personalized instruction. I don't know if this is good for my body. Like, what am I doing? And I just, my body just was in so much physical pain. It just hurt so much all the time. So. Yeah, so then I just I I have so many comedy friends who work out with cricket. So I I just finally was like, I'm just gonna try this place. It's two minutes from my house, and I went in and I was like, I'm not. I don't want to lose weight. I'm not here to like focus on that. I like and I and I actually am coming to this to you, having done all this work. And I, if I even get near any of my disordered behavior, I'm gonna. I'm out. Yeah. Um, because I just, I really want, wanted that to, I don't know, it's never, it has never left me, but I have such a better relationship to my body and to food and to just physical exercise. And I just feel so much, um, I don't know, clearer about it. So that's a very long answer, but I will say that strength training, made my tendonitis went away and my back pain went away. And that was when I really was like, oh, I believe in this. Like, fuck, this works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do these. And 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 I've been able to see the way my body has changed and not in looks, but like I used to not be able to do a lunge. Mm, and now yeah. I can just like lunge my little brain off. And I thought that I never would be able to. I'd work out with other trainers and other, at other gyms and be like, I don't, my body can't do this. (laughs) First Um, things
0: first, it's impossible for me to lunge. Truly, I truly
2: was like, (laughs) I have weak ankles and I'm tight here and I can't do a lunge. And it took me a while to get there, but it's that feeling of like, of seeing the way my body can start to do things that's Mm -hmm. been really satisfying and they have nothing to do with how I look or how much I weigh. And that's also been really satisfying. I will say though, someone did tell me I looked ripped recently in a photo and I will accept that compliment because <laughs> hell yeah yeah like I'm also in t- I mean I'm not like you know I'm not a complete living in a you know, vacuum. Like I do, you're still a human who is vain.
0: You contain Uh, multitudes. You contain multitudes. Yeah, I'm still gonna
2: look at myself in the mirror and want to be ripped, but it's been really fun being like, oh, I can squat this low now, or I can lift this, or I can hold this for this long. Like I am getting stronger. I'm not as, my endurance is so much better. Going on hikes and I'm not out of breath. I just, it's been really interesting to see. So that's a very fucking long
0: no, I, ass answer. I'd love it. And it's going to hit somebody just right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, you know, all this kind of is, is hearing the right stuff at the right time for people. Oh, and that's it, so nice. And it'll make sense. I remember on, I've said it a bunch on the show before we had Catherine Burns, uh, who I'm sure Ugh. we all know. Dancing <laughs> queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Amazing. Yeah. She
0: came on the show a while back and she said, can I make I my, my goal is to make the subtle, shift to exercising because I love my body not because I hate my body. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's so simple but like right on because a lot of times even the even if you have the healthiest mindset, you can fall victim of like oh, I'm doing I don't like the way I look right now I'm doing this. It's like it should never be that. It always should be because I love this body. I'm going to exercise and I'm going to Do whatever I can because I love it. That's the reason I'm doing or eating healthy because I love my body, not because I hate. And it's like it just—it's like the power of words, you know—that you just you make that like subtle shift. It's not easy to do, though. It's no. I mean, it took a lot of work.
2: Yeah, yeah, literally a lot of therapy. (laughs) Yeah, I I will say. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh
0: no, no, no. Go ahead, please.
2: Oh, I was. Oh, now I forgot what I was going to say.
0: I'll go. I'll go. (laughs) Aaron, go.
2: (laughs) You were saying something that Kat Burns said, she loves her body. Oh, oh, I'm 42 and a half, and the half is important, and I <laughs> I have high cholesterol, I just found out. And that has been really interesting, because for the first time in my life, I'm making food choices based on, again, well, not for the first time, this has been ongoing for the last two years, but like for the first time, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to eat red meat, and it's not because I'm trying to lose weight. It's because like I got to fucking get this health shit in order. I want my cholesterol to be lower because I want to stick around. Or, you know, like my mom, I'm predisposed for certain cancers and I try not to eat red meat because of that. So that's also been interesting where it's like, Mm -hmm. I want to be here and I want to be like my best self while I'm here for my kids and myself and my friends. So that's also been interesting. I don't know if that just comes with age or with any sort of change in one's health but that's another thing I'm thinking about.
0: I think when you when you're making a shift and you start working out for the right reasons that longevity starts to kind of factor in because you get inspired you're you're figuring out oh look at these lunges I can do look how much my look how much my mobility has improved yes. let's see what I can do for my cholesterol just by making some subtle diet changes or let's see what I can do for this. And there's also been a big Um, trend towards longevity, which I think is good. I mean, people try to make money off of it, but, you know, fitness for a while was, um, you know, really like kind of CrossFit extreme hardcore. Mm -hmm. And then now there's, there's definitely been a movement towards, you know, longevity, like looking at the the whole picture and snapshot, like now, like I think maybe two or three years ago, sleep became this huge topic oh, of yeah. conversation. And it used to be like, get up as early as you can go double days. And then <laughs> you had people sleep. Yeah. And then, you know, you have people saying like, Hey, you better, you know, you got a certain amount of good years where you can sleep the right way. You better take full advantage of it and get as much sleep as you can to, to you know, protect your brain and all kinds of shit. You got to protect that brain. You got to protect that brain.
1: Something I've been thinking a lot about is being healthy versus being, uh, versus working out or mm. eating health or eating right or what, like, and because I have realized that I like, I might work out too much. And that's like embarrassing for me to say, but I think I was—I realized you like for me ashamed. to take a tr- for me to take a true day off, like a real mm. true day off. Um, it was really hard for me. It like it made me kind of like my brain was like whirling around all day. Like, well, let me just see if I can like sneak in a workout. Like, and I was like, well, this isn't a healthy. Like, this isn't healthy in my brain. And that has been nice, not nice, but it's been nice to start like looking at it like a little, my therapist is now making me like check in with myself before I work out. What is like, what's happening? How do you, like, did you get enough sleep? How, like, do you feel like you could go really hard? Do you like, and you know, I'm still trying to go as hard as I can. Can But taking the extra minute to check in with myself has changed the way I work out. And this is brand new. Like I'm talking two weeks out the gate here. Um, But my second true rest day was a lot better. And, uh, And hopefully the third one, even better. We'll just have a little ladder of days off where I'm starting to be a little bit more okay with it but it's hard it was it was hard for me I was very used to going seven days a week wow um, four years and I I can't I can't do that forever and so anyways that's my I'm trying to think about like I need to be healthy I don't need to be thin I need to be healthy (laughs) which just sounds so stupid but it's like I don't know. The nineties fucked me up. I'll oh, the nineties, you know?
2: the nineties fucked me up so hard. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, so much has fucked me up. The odds fucked me up too. Yeah. Um, and a lot of like, uh, diet culture masked as wellness has been hard yeah. for me to kind of yeah. see through because I get very, you know, I do get <clears throat> concerned about like, I don't want to die. Like, what am I going to do to take care of myself? And then I kind of get swept up and stuff. I, there's a really great podcast called maintenance phase that really debunks a lot of like wellness and diet culture fads. And that is such a, it's been very helpful for me just to even listen to that though. There's so it's very like, they just really get into it and it's been um, you know, like we do have to relearn shit yeah. Because I like we were eating snack wells and Alestra and yeah, lived the, through like, you know, quote heroin chic, which is a, you know, terrible name for anything, but
0: the green yeah. box with snack wells. You're like, all right, should oh. I could I could eat five boxes of this and you like,
2: remember snack
0: wells? Yeah. You never enjoy it, but you're like oh, No. Yeah.
1: But I can I mean, eat ten and 10 that's 40. awesome. <laughs> but I mean like Halo Top
2: is basically just snack wells. For two thousand for twenty twenty. I mean, yeah. I don't know if no offense if you guys are Halo Top Heads, but No. In in Fine. my brain it's just like re M- like merchandised diet food, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 Halo I, 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 bottom, in my opinion. There we go. Thank you both. Okay. Thank you for validating me. <laughs> it tastes I mean, like shit. I mean,
1: there is some in my freezer and it is not mine. That's what I'll say.
2: Well, hey, it's, <laughs> I'm coming over there to yell at that husband of yours. What <laughs> is he doing you. eating thank Halo
1: you. Top? I don't know. I do, I do not know. He orders cheesecake after meals. He doesn't, he lives by his own. <laughs> but then again, also,
2: like, I don't want to food shame. Either way, you know, if <laughs> no. that's what you want to choose, like then no, but I am going is, to be at
1: peace with it. It is, it is the new version of diet. It's just like pretty, there's a lot of
2: that. I, I yeah. fall into all of that still, you know, it's hard not to, keto, f- not to get sucked in.
0: Keto friendly. Um, oh yeah. Friendly is always an interesting, you know, choice of words. Um, but uh, I was thinking about what you were saying and, um, and uh, Kate, and then also what, what you went into Aaron and talking about being present and taking like a moment before you exercise, like wh- what's going on? Why am I doing this? Why am I here? What do I want <laughs> from this? And I think people can forget to ask those questions. And Kate, you mentioned, you know, you're working out hard, you're doing this trampoline c- class, Hell yeah, but you were physically feeling good. And no. you had this tendonitis kind of flare up. And then you came in, you walked into go tribe and you were broken down and beat up. For somebody that exercised regularly, that's not that's not how it should be. And I think you know, people they can become a prisoner of their own kind of schedule. You know, like I got to keep up with this, and I made a commitment to this. And even though I'm injured or I'm hurt, I'm going to push through. And it should your your exercise should enrich your life, and it should give you energy. It shouldn't you know take a horrible toll on your body. You shouldn't be broken down from it all the time. I mean, we can all have a great workout here and there that really zaps you, but. By and large, it should be making you feel good. And if it's not, I think it's important to examine what you're doing and re-audit and then, you know, come up with something different to do. I love that. That's so great. That's such great advice. It's so weird though, because I, I, I've even felt fallen, everybody, like, even if you have good insight, you fall victim to it. And then you're like, you all, you're doing this exercise every week that you hate (laughs) Yeah, it's like, but you're like an adult. You're like, why am I doing? What the hell? I'm in charge of this. I can, there's gotta be something out there that I can find, you know, stuff like intensity exists out there. (sighs) It does.
2: I mean, there is all sorts of kind of like niche workouts, you know, and if it makes you feel good, especially if you're kind of leaving, feeling emotionally better, I I think that's ultimately like, oof,
0: that's the stuff you mentioned this podcast that debunks some f- fat fitness trends and I'm try- sorry to put you on the spot, but do you no. remember anything that they said that like that surprised you? Um, oh
2: well, you know what, one of their episodes, um, was, is, uh, I haven't listened to all of their episodes. So I'm kind of working my way through their catalog, but they did one recently on like, uh, it's a specific, uh, Uh, book about sleep, but kind of this obsession with sleep. And I think one thing they do is they really highlight the way like we get fixated. Like they just, they did a great celery juice episode, (laughs) like the way that culturally there's this fixation on this one thing that if we all follow it to a T, it's going to, you know, cure every problem. And ultimately there's rarely a lot of like true scientific research behind a lot of these claims. And, it you know, so there was one about sleep and that was really good for me to hear because I had been someone who was like, I've got to wake up at 5am and start my day and be in bed at eight. And that's just how it's got to be that, you know, that that's the way to live a successful life. And so that was a good one that kind of helped me like, you know, reframe my thinking and lighten up on myself a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's great. I've been tracking my sleep with an Aura ring just to kind of Ooh, see. Ooh, those kinda. rings look fun. <laughs> yeah, I know they
1: fun. do look fun. He wears it on his index finger, so he.
0: Oh, you know, You're, supposedly it improves your it improves the connectivity of the ring to measure your kind of vitals throughout the day. So if it's on your index finger specifically, index or middle, and like I can't quite get it on my middle finger. Wow, I'm intrigued. It, it,
1: yeah, do they index. have different sizes?
0: Yeah, you get you. It's oh, you get like a whole little setup. They mail you out like a box that's got a like a wheel in there, and you've you know you with a bunch of different sizes, and then you tell them which size you are, and then they send it out to you.
2: Oh, so. do cool. you do you like it? Because I that is see that's another thing that I'm I'm like I need this. This will solve everything. I need that O-ring.
0: <laughs> <aura> <laughs> will it? Uh, I mean, I would say my life has improved a hundred percent. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) wow. (laughs) Huge endorsement. No, I, there's parts to it that I really like. It's, it's Mm. cool. Like, I feel like it's a little less, a, a little less, um, invasive than I was wearing like a Fitbit, um, or even maybe like an Apple watch. Like I can't commit to wearing something around my wrist, wearing it on the finger is kind of easy. And I, you can't check the ring on itself. You have to look on an app on your phone. So you don't really obsess. So yeah, you're not really obsessing over checking your stats all day. You just can kind of like look. And then after you've worn it for a while, it starts to kind of pick up on some trends and, and then give you some insight. And I guess you could go, you know, you could go as hardcore as you wanted with it is it. I don't really update it or add all the activity that I'm doing. And some of it, it intuitively picks up, um, but i 've mostly just kind of watched my sleep as just more of an observer um, to where what could I do to maybe improve my sleep quality um, you know what you know timing like how late I ate dinner or all this kind of shit you know what what does that do for my deep sleep and my rem sleep now there 's people that will there's there 's disputes as to how accurately it can it can measure those sleep cycles um you know like if it 's really giving you a good Picture of what you're getting as far as deep sleep, like that delta wave sleep. But I would say I could determine if I'm trending in the right direction. You know, even if I'm not getting the the perfect number, and so that's been kind of informative and interesting. To where, oh, I, I you know, my my window, maybe I could go to bed a little bit earlier or, or sleep in a little bit later to kind of improve you know, this, this sleep cycle. And so that's been cool. And, uh, another critique of this, this is the third generation. The most recent one they came out with is that there's a lot of stuff they promise that it will do that they haven't done yet. And so, um, meaning the the, the hardware software hasn't matched the hardware yet and you get updates. And so they're kind of hoping that when these updates come through, that it'll, you know, give you more statistics and and vitals to kind of measure or whatever. Um, so you may, sounds
1: like the next fraud documentary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh, it might be, but, um, (laughs) but I I would say, yeah, I mean, you could give it a try. They're not, they're not cheap. I mean, this one is like 300 bucks. So, um, it's not like it's, you could just bite on a whim and play around with it. So it is a little bit of a, like a financial investment. Um, do you, do you really, does it light you up to kind of get those metrics and see numbers and stuff or not really?
2: I am intrigued by sleep. I, I think I do think sleep has such a huge impact. Actually, one thing that has been interesting about like consistently, I do now weigh myself and noticing the difference in like if I'm on my menstrual cycle or if I get a bad night's sleep or if I have like one glass of wine, the fluctuation in weight is so crazy that it's helped me understand that like really drive home the fact that like the number on the scale is just, it's bullshit. Like it's irrelevant. Yeah. And that's why I've stopped caring about it because it it's meaningless to me at this point. But it is interesting to me if I, if I didn't get enough sleep and I don't feel good, like that has much more of an impact on me now. So but I can track all that on my Apple Watch. Like I don't really need the aura ring. I'm I mostly just love gadgets.
1: <laughs> Does the Apple Watch do sleep too?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I never I never sleep with my Apple Watch. Maybe I should try
2: it.
0: I do. I like to sleep with it on just to see what's what's shaken. So I'll show <laughs> I'll show you my um this is can you guys read that? Not really, huh? That's my sleep. Oh, but sl- I
2: see sleep eighty three good.
0: Yeah, so it gives you like a sleep score and then it measures your total sleep, your sleep <laughs> efficiency, your restfulness, your rem sleep. Oh, that's a lot of info. Okay. Your deep wow. sleep, your latency like how long it takes you to fall asleep, and then your timing. And then it'll kind of say like, look, you fell asleep in 2 minutes. That's a little bit too soon. You need to go to bed a little earlier because you're you're going to bed too exhausted essentially. Huh. Um, oh my gosh. I
1: always fall asleep fascinating. within two minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh but, you know, again, you take it with a grain of salt because it's, I'm not going to let this aura ring run my life, but right. I, I do find that like, I, I creep into like maybe going to bed a little bit too late. Um, I, I can't, I'm just, I'm never going to be like an 8am go to sleep person. It's just not going to happen. I'm too much of like a night owl, but you know, if I can, if instead of midnight, if I can kind of go to bed in between eleven thirty and midnight, I get my sleep. I notice my sleep score improves, um, and then it'll check, it'll track your movement and then like your heart rate throughout the night and all that kind of stuff. So you get some good, you get some good metrics to kind of go off of. And then I'm always, I'm always looking at my deep sleep because I, <laughs> I just read some scary statistic on deep sleep, and so I'm always. Wait, what, what do you mean? What was the scary statistic? So apparent, according to this guy, how I, many years ago was this? This was cu- like a couple years ago, maybe a year, okay. a year or two ago. Okay. It's pretty recent, okay. pretty recent research. I'll, I'll send you guys the book that I read. So this guy, I can't think of what his name is. So apologies or the name of the book, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we don't need to know that. <laughs> I'm tracking. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. We just, yeah, 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 just want to know uh, <laughs> yeah. what he said. Tell us the
0: scary ass news. So you have you have your overall sleep and that's broken up into all these different cycles. And the okay. majority of the sleep that we get is light sleep. And that's all, all the different cycles are important. All the different sleep patterns you go into are important. Light sleep is just as important as REM sleep is just as important as deep sleep. But it's harder to get into deep sleep and deep sleep, as we age, you you get less and less deep sleep. It just becomes more and more impossible for your body to get into it, and you may need it less when you're older. Um, and they think that like important stuff happens with your brain during deep sleep. So kids that are constantly like learning different and new things throughout the day will rack into get like major rack time in deep sleep because their brain is making all these connections during that deep sleep. So it's like oh. I learned all this shit throughout the day. And then, you know, I'm going to be able to incorporate it in my life as such. Also during deep sleep, you're, um, you have this kind of like maintenance system in your brain that sprays out this, um, cerebral fluid that pressure washes your brain and yeah. And it washes away all this amyloid plaque and shit. And the only time you ever get that that fucking <laughs> custodial service to fire up is during deep sleep. And so there was like those like towel proteins that they find in people that have Alzheimer's, um, are the same shit that, that, that pressure washes away that, you oh know, that God. cerebral fluid washes away. Oh my God. And so, Oh my okay. God. <laughs> So, so this we're
1: going to get Alzheimer's if well, we don't, I don't I, this
0: the, the brain what's, spray. What's the point of anything
1: is where <laughs> oh I'm at God. right now. Oh
0: my but, God. But it's, it's like, it's also like REM sleep is super important too. That's where you dream. And, you know, I mean, this is, this is like one guy's take on it. And it, the takeaway was, <laughs> the author is God himself.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, the, the, the takeaway was, it's like, it's, It's make time for yourself to sleep, you know, give yourself nine, nine hours to get eight or, you know, it's,
2: I, I, that's really fascinating. So you basically need to give yourself more time to but it's not all for sleeping. You need more time for sleep. Yes. I mean, it's not,
0: yeah, it's not like you're actually sleeping the whole 10 hours that you give yourself or whatever, but it's the, it's your sleep hygiene. So getting down into bed, having to be the right temperature, you know, being able to rest your eyes, all that kind of stuff, fall asleep a lot, allow for being able to wake up and all that kind of stuff. But this guy, the way I described it sounds a little scary. And I think this guy's approach is, um, is a little bit more accessible in the sense that he's like, get as much sleep as you can. Like if you, you know, if you can get six hours, get the six hours, if you can get, you know, five hours, get the five hours, whatever it is, make, make time for it. Don't just, um, don't sacrifice sleep ever. And there shouldn't be any kind of celebration to the person that proudly only gets three hours of sleep. It's like you get, get the full eight hours of sleep. You're crazy if you don't. And I kind of like that because wow. it was, I read that right at the time when there was this guy, you know, Jocko Wilnick and these different kind of health and fitness personalities that would show their, watch at like three in the morning when they woke up to exercise. Mark Wahlberg does it now. Um, oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs>
1: God, what is he not doing now? He's, you know?
0: he's on another planet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he rubs me the wrong way. I gotta say Uncharted those 3 a.m. workouts. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I know that, that movie's a hit. I was like, Oh, for sure. This stupid movie will tank. And then it's of course a big hit uncharted. But whenever, you know, what are you going to do? God, <laughs> Jesus God, is it healthy for me to root uh for that movie to fail what does that mean was that um no, I, I think th- that's
1: reasonable i think that's healthy uh, that tracks with health and, and wellness to me yeah yeah that yeah. is that's self-care um kate should we talk about the book you wrote yes speaking of books
2: oh, yeah i mean there's nothing fitness related in it there is a spin class
1: that's I'm a right? so excited! Spin class. It's coming to my house. I ordered. I pre-ordered. Oh, thank you, Erin. Thank coming. you so much. I can't wait to read it. It's fun to know an author of a real life book. It's exciting.
2: Yeah. That's I. I am an author of a book, so I'm happy to be that for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I wrote a romantic comedy. It's fiction. It's called In a New York Minute. Um, it comes out March 15th, and it is a feel good like Nora Ephron. Oh, great. I mean, I, you know, I can't compare my work to her, but I can aspire to model myself Amen. after her, Amen. but it's funny, it's romantic, you know, it's light, it's easy breezy. So if you need a nice escape, a chuckle, um, everybody does for you,
0: everybody I, does. you know,
2: the world is dark and yes. This is how I hope I can honestly be of service is providing a, a really awkward meet cute between two hot people and, uh, that's the, the best romance
0: that ensues. Thank you. I, I'm excited to read it. Do you do the audiobook?
2: No, I have, they have professional actors. It's the book is what's Holy called shit. dual point of view. So it has, um, it's told from both the, both the point of view of both characters. So a male and a, a female character. So yeah, there, there are freaking professional actors do. I mean, and they're so good. I've just, I just got to listen to the first chapter recently and like, they're just amazing. I mean, this is what oh, they do. Wow. You know, they're that's exciting. It that's was, really it was fun. pretty damn cool. I gotta say, cause
0: you did your other book. I did. And you did a great job. How that was, that's hard, right? Is it hard to do?
2: It is really hard. It's, it's, surprisingly hard. My other book was a memoir and so yeah. kind of it's made more sense you. from, yeah, it was me yeah. reading it. Um, but it is, it's long and you're sitting there talking and especially when you're reading something that you wrote, you're just like, oh God, this is <laughs> like, it's like looking in a mirror for eight hours. It just feels strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: It like It's like, you know, it's not reading your diary, but it's close. It's like reading your diary out loud.
2: It, it honestly, it's, it's a lot like that, but with like a stranger in the room, <laughs> like on a, you know, audio board thing, Yes, know, like directing Christ. you. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it was strange, but I'm, I'm really glad I got to do that. It was a great experience, but I'm also glad I didn't have to do it for this book.
0: That's must be exciting. Yeah. To hear your, I mean, it's like, you know, hearing your it's words, so weird. people, pros do it. That's pretty cool.
2: It's so, it's really strange and it's, it's also very exciting. Um. I'm just like, I'm still just kind of like in awe of the whole experience. Um, gosh, but I'm loving Um, it. I'm trying to just enjoy it.
1: Are you like movies get premieres? Do you get a premiere? Like what's the, what's the book version?
2: You know, there are normally there are event like book events and they've been happening, happening virtually for people for the last two years. So I am doing two events in LA, um, one at a place called The Ripped Bodice and one at uh, Chevaliers. They're both independent bookstores. So, yes, there's always kind of like a book uh, reading or an event. And sometimes people have parties, but I'm just doing a couple of readings and, you know, at a virtual event. My book comes out on my daughter's ninth birthday. So, oh, that's cool. I have to like share the space. I don't, I'm not trying to like make it all, you know, make the day all about me. So,
1: well, also, you gave birth to her so i you did know. give <laughs> birth <laughs> on that
2: day on like that she day. didn't do any work on that day yeah, she, she just showed up. did like, she's yeah.
1: great like yeah, no I love problems but yeah. like but she just a, arrived. Like, yeah. about you, you know? Yeah. Um, you know what? This is a good point. I'm <laughs> going to... Just play her this part of this podcast. Yeah, this part.
2: <laughs> this part, and then this is what she'll play in therapy in, like, 30 years. Yeah, I'd eight, <laughs> nine. Yeah.
1: eight, nine, eight, nine years. <laughs> I
2: mean, honestly, she's already been, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, why? I mean, yeah, why not start started now? Started young, you know, yeah. Gosh. Um, my my other big question—I don't know if you can even say this because I'm sure a movie deal is already in the works. But it's not like, if. Okay, well, it should be okay. Okay. So, if you got to cast the leads, who would you cast?
0: Oh yeah. Okay, this is a I question. need this is to come up. Excellent off- question.
1: I need an
2: answer for this because it's been asked. Oh, so, it's not been optioned but i do have a film agent so look if somebody wants it please just take it i want to yes. sell this as a movie lots um, of
1: high profile executives <laughs> okay. do listen to the dumbbells like it kind of like brings they're them back all, to reality so every
2: studio yeah. in yeah. town
1: <laughs> you never
2: know Aaron, you
1: never know i mean you never I,
2: know. i'm telling you maybe that's true i think
0: the team over at Tubi listens for sure so. <laughs>
2: you know they're still I mean, going yeah, yeah. I've got hope. Uh, I the answer I gave the other day was Pauline Chalamet for the main girl character. a woman named Franny. He's kind of like an awkward, funny artist. And then the, I'm still stuck on the dude. I can't find anyone who is who who is him. Hmm. So What's, I need to I, I need to work on this. He's like a brooding brunette, oh, serious. What about the
1: guy from Normal
2: People? Have you seen normal people?
1: Uh, mm, is only, that the
2: Sally Rooney? Only no, it's, well, it's on people. Hulu. Wait, it's the Sally Rooney book, right? Where they're having sex all the time? Yes, <laughs> yes. He's oh. uh, Phoebe Bridgers' boyfriend. He's too young, but he's very hot. I mean, I wouldn't say no if anybody wanted to. Sure, be in
1: sure, this sure, film. sure, sure. <laughs> Okay, so like give him five years kind of give thing. Give him five or?
2: years. Yeah, okay. my my business partner, my podcast co host Dory suggested Zach Efron, who, like, well, you know, all right, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah he is it because it needs to be hot, right? He needs to have a lot of muscles. And he's entered into his
0: daddy phases as, as the kids. Yeah,
1: say.
2: he has. He's like a little old.
0: Yeah. Is that
2: a, what daddy phase is?
0: Yeah.
1: It's still, <laughs> don't, it's, it's <laughs> don't know what that Your is. It's hot. Made, I like nervous to say that was my favorite thing. Hot, the world. hot
0: but older, you know, like getting yeah. older, like his beard and stuff. I saw him on the Firestarter starter um, oh. trailer. Um, so, which looks kind of okay. interesting. I'm a huge fan of the original, a fire and, starter. Yeah. Is that a Stephen King? It's, the book is amazing. There's a, okay. there's a, Okay movie. It's great because it's Drew Barrymore. That's what um, I was going to say. I've seen this movie. Yeah. With okay. playing Charlie McGee. I like my my sister was like a year or two older than me, and so we were always, you know, trying to find stuff to rent. This was in like the VHS rental phase and Firestarter oh, yes. was one okay. just, yeah. we frequently rented because it was like kids in it, but also violent <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Felt like we were everybody could enjoy it yeah yeah it was win-win win. Yeah. well Kate we don't want to take up any more of your time we can't thank you enough <sighs> for coming here and sharing all this great stuff with us I Pe- mean I
2: love this podcast I'm so glad to come on it again
0: it was well, a treat having you and people should check out Forever 35 and they should definitely yeah. buy the new book in a yes. New York movie
2: that's it. You can buy it anywhere. It's audiobook. It's everything. You can you know, snag it wherever you want. But this, independent bookstores are probably the best. Try this Bez- will come
1: out the day after it's released. So oh, it's, thank you. It's open season. You'll see. Bye, bye, bye. I really
2: appreciate it. And look, I love your show so much. It's such a pleasure to get to come on.
1: Well you're I'll congrats you're also a new host. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. It's gonna be two
2: two of us, but send you the links. (laughs) I love a podcast. I love hosting a
0: podcast. Well yeah, I mean it's Invitation stands, um, <laughs> and definitely. Indip- Bezos has got enough money. Come on, man. We oh god, we, need to, yeah. we need to fucking fund this guy's fucking lifestyle. Come on,
2: <laughs> yeah, and he's not even giving it away. He's flying into space. I know what you an know? idiot.
0: Yeah, no, his little fucking weird dorky expensive clothes. Um, <laughs> all right, so on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Kate Spencer. We like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. I love that so much. That was a hate gum podcast.